Welcome back to another episode of Artist to Artist presented by Artist Republic. I'm Nick. This is Christian. And speaking of Christian, Christian, you got any news for us, man? Sure do. Uh, so in France, uh, there is a revolution happening, as there always is, apparently. Um, but this is in the music industry. Um, I guess French, that yeah. uh, France is facing a sex abuse reckoning, according to Billboard.com. Um, one of the major French artists, Lola Lelan, I believe I pronounced that name correct, um, had to delay one of her albums from coming out because a collaborator was accused of misconduct. And now a lot more French artists are coming out about uh, sexual abuse. Uh, Nick, what's your take on that? I mean, I think we talked about it in our in our last episode with Story. The music industry is extremely screwed up. Um, and I'm glad personally that this stuff is coming out, that it's, you know, showing that there is an underbelly of the music industry and it needs to be brought to light. Um, and, you know, I'm glad we're able to showcase it on this podcast and also, you know, get people talking about this um, because that does happen. I mean, you look at the Kesha story for the past nine years she's been battling her manager and trying to get into that and that's filled with sexual abuse and you know a bunch of different stuff so yeah no i mean that's that's definitely my take on that for sure yeah that's all i got cool well with that being said i was just texting our guest as he's waiting so diligently in our waiting room so the question is who is our next guest our next guest is one of the u.s's hottest rising stars in our opinion he is also from a new generation of musicians, getting their music recognized as one of the newest ways of using the platform TikTok. With over 1.1 million views of his song on the platform, before texting me and saying, hey, Nick, we need to release the song through Artist Republic, this young and up and coming was shot to success pretty much overnight, literally overnight, judging by the way he was texting me. This forced his hand in quickly releasing his new single, Honest, which garnered over 20,000 streams in 24 hours. This artist is a singer. He is a writer. He produces his music, giving him that extra touch with his sound. He is considered a hometown hero, so let's give him well work, warm welcome to Rocco. <laughs> you got to restart it, man. <laughs> oh! You have to. Cut it. Just you cut it. No, you ruined it. You got to restart Cut that whole intro. It. No. Just fix it in post. You can't do that. Just restart it. Fine. Our next guest is one of the U.S.'s hottest rising stars, in our opinion. He is also from a new generation of musicians getting their music recognized through one of the newest social media platforms, TikTok. With over 1.1 million views on his song pretty much overnight through TikTok, this producer realized, oh my God, I need to drop this song because this is catapulting me to success. After dropping his song off of the TikTok momentum, his song Honest quickly garnered more than 20,000 streams in 24 hours. This artist is a singer. He is a writer. He produces his own music, giving him that extra touch with his sound. He is considered a hometown hero. So let's give this guy a warm welcome. Say hello to Rocco. How are you feeling today after dropping that song? day or two ago. Uh, I will tell you, I'm feeling pretty ecstatic, my brothers, I'm telling you. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. The last couple of days have been crazy. Like, I couldn't even explain it. Like, look where I'm at. Like, it's... it's Damn. I know, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm in the studio right now. We just set up in the kitchen counter. Always working. Got it. 
Got you. Got you. Well, yeah. So, I mean, first things first, before we dive into, you know, you coming up, dropping the new music, getting a bunch of traction, let's start off with this with everybody who's listening. Who are you in, you know, one minute? Who are you? It's R-O-C-O, Rocco, Big Rocco. You already know. It's just a kid, bro. Just a kid from PA, downtown PA, like from... Just like as a young kid, always loved music, 14 years old, school laptop, plug in the mic, you know, do what you have to do, work your way up, and then get to where I'm at now. Like, normal ass kid. If I can describe it in three words, it's normal ass kid, bro. I'm telling you, like, just a kid that loves music and loves doing what he does. That's all it is. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Okay, so being from PA, being an artist, you know, obviously growing up in the Northeast, I know how tough the Northeast is just to break through. And so my question is, obviously you fully embrace TikTok on breaking through and that really helped get this new thing out. But outside of TikTok, you know, what have you been doing to try to break through being from the Northeast and being an artist? Bro, for, uh, all right. So before the whole TikTok thing, like, um, me and my, me and my friends back home, we would, you know, it was kind of like, I looked at it as this, like, um, I always engineer myself back home. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like the boss. So like, I kind of controlled like how like, like locally, how the industry worked locally, like, cause I would record everybody. And I kind of looked at the whole situation, like, you know, we're such a, such a small town PA East side. Like there's no outlet anywhere. Like if you do need to break through somewhere, you need to be, you need to get out of this place. Yeah. So um, when I was in high school, like I did online school junior year and senior year. So my, my ninth and 10th grade year, when I was in school, I used to, me and my friend used to, and I don't, any kids who are going to listen to this, don't do what I did, but I used to skip school and go to the studio in Philadelphia and just work yeah. and, just, and just, you know, put the grind in just because we knew that Philadelphia was, was, had more connections than, than the town that we were in. So I kind of took that whole, like, you know, um, what's the word, the whole like kind of foundation of, of what we were doing and kind of always kept that in the back of my head where I was like, you know, being from the East coast, small town, you're not going to get these connections. So using TikTok and, you know, social media and just, you know, people will find you if the music's good. So it's kind of the blueprint that I kind of stuck with and it's working so far. So, you know, I must be doing something. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It is. I've been, I've been watching the streaming counts. I'm like, this guy's fucking killing it. Um, So I guess, I guess going off on that is, the TikTok video that really, when you text me, you're like, shit, Nick, I need to drop this song instantly. Did you expect that video to blow up or is it just like, I'm just going to put this video on and see what happens? You know what? This is a great story. Okay, listen. I kid you not. I kid you not, Nick. Brother. The day before, <laughs> the day before I put that, that snippet on TikTok, I texted my best friend in the whole entire world. This is the dude who skipped school with me to go to the studio in Philly. Mm-hmm. I texted him. I was like, bro. So mind you, we just dropped love. Yeah. Um, before honest so well, like two weeks ago yeah the, yeah exactly so the video was out it did like 200 plays in like 10 hours so i'm like dude like bro i texted my friend i was like bro music is so unrewarding i'm like bro like i don't even know if i want to do this anymore because no one's messing with my stuff and like i knew like i like i knew like my stuff was good like i was like damn like i really put my all into something it's so unrewarding how people don't like it and that's just the way it is sometimes. Like, it gets discouraging. I'm not going to lie. So I texted him. I can even bring up the receipts. I think I said, like, yeah, it's the music is, like, so unrewarding, bro. Like, I really, like, I'm just, like, done with the whole, like, 
I put my all into something, get nothing in return. And he just told me basically just like, bro, like, you know, you're doing more than a lot of people your age and, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. Like, you know, normal friend shit to get, get you to keep chasing dreams. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Let me just put this snippet. I like the song. I think it could be something. Maybe it could go viral on TikTok. Like, like whatever. Put it. Went to sleep. Woke up. 200,000 views. Like, I think 2,000 Instagram followers. I'm like, people, like, blue checks hitting me. I'm like, what the hell? Like, just last night, I was ready to quit. Like, real over. Like, you know how people say you blow up overnight? I didn't blow up overnight. But, like. Low key, that video blew up overnight. Yeah, it gave you that kick, and you're like, "Holy shit! Me, okay, exactly, let's do this." Exactly, it gave me that extra. I think like whatever the man upstairs or whatever higher power there is. Yeah, it was like, "Yo, don't give up, start going." Yeah. And and that's what it was. So I'm glad you asked that question because it was really weird for me. It was like, uh, like okay, somebody wants me to win, whoever it is. Yeah, and and I feel like that's how. A lot of the industry where I think, I think people miss see that. Like I was even, you know, I think people misconceive that a lot. It's like, what is behind the success and like, what is behind that overnight, the overnight shit supposedly. And yeah, what's behind it is like literally wanting to quit 7,000 times. Um, And also just a couple of just lucky hits, like a couple of just lucky videos, a couple of just lucky shares, lucky people, and before you know it, it's just like okay i got that traction and then once you get that traction it's like it doesn't go away because like you get those followers on tiktok but then you're also you're getting those followers on instagram and you're getting those followers on you know spotify and stuff like that so it's like the next time you drop a video the next one may not reach a million but it's not going to release that initial audience of nobody now right. it's going to maybe hit you know six thousand so it's like okay i can keep yeah, building exactly, off that. exactly. yeah so, so yeah, so hey, Christian, I'm going to pass it back to you because I've been owning this conversation for the first like five minutes. Yeah, man, it's totally no worries. Uh, it's good to meet you, man. Uh, I've been kind of following your story since Nick brought it up to me. And, um, you know, we've, I think we came out with a post today uh, featuring your song. Um, I think we're coming out with a post next week talking about you. So we're, we're really trying to help you out here. And um, I'm just curious, you know, since all of this stuff started happening and things started rolling, like, what have you been up to? Like, obviously, like, you're in this cool place and, um, you know, it seems like the future is pretty bright for you right now. So, like, what what are your plans? What's going on? Um, so, after the video, like, hit, hit um, a certain point and we kind of, um, you know, people were reaching out, you know, uh, labels, um, Classic. You know, big artists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so um i already i already kind of was oh i don't know i already was planning on coming out to la um my um my manager is out here so it was already i was gonna be out here but but now like i I, i'm you know me and oh the guy who produced the producer of honest othello he's also from philadelphia before i was out in la uh we were in philadelphia working on a project you know, just keep cooking up, whatever, because, you know, East Coast supports East Coast. That's one of the big things. Yeah. If you know me, like, I want to help everybody that where I'm from to get to, you know, a, a higher, higher platform. So we were kind of working on an EP. And then when the, when the Honest took off, we weren't even like, Type of Love was supposed to, well, that's the original name of it. We changed it to Honest. But Honest was supposed to um, be coming out, like, not even, like, probably, like, two months from now. Like, but we kind of, you know, and thanks to Nick and thanks to you guys, we got, we got it out sooner. But um, yeah, we were just working on a project. So that's why we set up the um, mic 
and we're literally in the kitchen out in LA. We got an Airbnb, so we're, we're working on finishing this project with me and O because, you know, we only make hits together. So we're going crazy. Yeah. And it, the fact that we're both from Philly is like, you know, why course, not? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, I, I guess going into that, I, I think that's funny too, is like the fact it's like, okay, three days ago before it dropped, before the song broke, before there was any even things on TikTok, none of those labels were DMing you. Mm-mm. Then it hits, and then just like everyone's like, oh my God, I care about you now. Right. And so my question is, is like, how, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how are you going on, you know, kind of that route? Like, are you looking to take a deal? Are you looking to be kind of like, fuck this, I've done this already on my own. I can keep doing it on my own. I want to keep my money. Like, what are you, what are you looking to do? Kind of like, what's your, you know, kind of next steps? Um, I don't, like, I don't, I don't want to like, you know, speak on like anything as far as like, it was like, I'm still like, like I said, I'm new to this. Like, um, I got legal, I got legal teams like behind me who are, you know, kind of looking through the fine print or whatever and handling the meeting. Yeah. Um, I can say this, that, um, it's very like, I wouldn't even say validating because like, um, for me, like I've worked, like I work if, Anybody who tells you I really do work my ass off, I don't know if I can yeah. on this. Um, I really do work my ass off. I'm 24. I'm, I engineer myself, produce myself, record myself. You know what I mean? And I learned to do that just all in my basement as a kid. So it's it's I, it's validating in a sense to just show that like all the hard work and people can kind of see the vision. Yeah. Uh, as far as the big labels, um, right now, like I think just keep keep doing what I'm doing. If it's working, we kind of laid down the blueprint. So. You know, the deals in, in, in the numbers and, and followers are only going to get bigger. So, you know, going into a deal or whatever you want to do, it's good to have leverage. So mm-hmm. I feel like right now at the, at the point I am, I really don't have that leverage. So, mm-hmm. you know, but it is validating to have them reach out. But I feel like um, right now, I mean, if the deal is right, the deal is right. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, Drew, I met Drew because of, James K, who is a guy I've known for a while. Oh, my guy. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the thing is you're out in L.A., you're in the right group. You're in the right group of people, of independent people that have been around the industry for a while and can definitely, you know, guide you in that right direction because, I mean, the amount of people, and there's definitely people that even listen to this podcast, like the amount of people that have taken the wrong deal at the wrong time and just get absolutely fucked right. because, you know, it just, you know, I, I saw a great video of it the other day, which is like, when labels sign an artist, it's almost like getting a full ride to, you know, play football in college. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is you could get there as a freshman and they could redshirt you. And, but when you get redshirted when you're playing football, you're like, okay, cool. Like I get to play next year and I still get to, you know, show who the fuck I am. But when you get redshirted as an artist, you lose all that momentum. You may not even never get to play next year. And so that whole redshirting is, is a brutal, brutal thing um, for, you know, the whole industry. And uh, so, yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely glad to hear that on that end. Um, but Christian, I'm passing it back to you. Pass, passing the ball. All right. I got the ball. Um, so, yeah, man, you know, one thing that I think is really important for, uh, you know, young artists such as yourself to understand is this, this idea of branding yourself. Right. And, you know, I've, I've taken a look at your Instagram. I've taken a look at your style, the things that you do, and you have a very well-defined brand for yourself right now. And I don't know if that was intentional or if it just kind of came along with it. 
Um, but you know, you have this thing, right. Where, you know, you're the hometown kid, you know, you're from PA, like you're ready to just like take the world by storm and represent for where you came from. And I think that's amazing. Um, you know, was that intentional or is that something that just kind of came with the property? Um, yeah, no, like, like I always deeply thought about branding as far as like, I'm just so like in tune with everything. Like as far as artists go, like, you know, this is, you know, what I need to be doing. And like, damn, I think about my brand, like, but honestly, like I kind of took a step back. I think it was like last year. And I was like, you know what? I have my friends in my hometown that support me. You know, I feel like I'm a, as far as a kid goes, like just a normal kid. So let me just be myself and just, you know, all my friends and just do what I do. And I think the branding kind of just came in and in, in felt more genuine that way. You know, every, every, every label that, you know, hit me up and, you know, as far as whatever, just say like, we like how, how real the kid is. There's, that's um, E&O in the back, my producers. <laughs> yeah, what's good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, I think as far as branding goes, um, yeah, it kind of just manifested itself and it, and it worked out in a great way. That's why I always thank the Lord, you know, <laughs> kind of everything works out, you know, that way for sure. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. And I'm, I'm glad that that has been kind of a part of your overall approach to all of this. It's, it's good to have that early on. For sure. Yeah. So going on with that, though, I do want to take a break, dive into our lightning round. Um, Christian, I'm going to ask two questions. You ask two questions. Deal? Works for me, man. Do you want right. to? You want me to so explain this, the this lightning our, round? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I can explain it. Yeah, you, we'll you got it. I Tell me if I screw up. Lightning round is something we're trying new, Rocco. Basically, we're gonna hit you with like four questions. And it's like five minutes. And there's gonna be random ass questions. You can just answer them however the hell you want. Um, first question is, what is your favorite thing to eat for breakfast? <laughs> Give me. It. Cheerios. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. I like I like how you had it already all set up. Uh, come on. What? It's on deck, man. No, come on. Right. So, so second off, definitely definitely call Drew because you guys need a honey nut Cheerios uh commercial theme song now. Bro, they can help lower co- cholesterol. <laughs> like, What's I mean, that's the best kind of meal you can have. No, nah, you guys want to really know why I like the cereal? Why? Is because, no, nah, I don't want to like, you know, I'm not targeting, I'm not making this a sad story, but this is like heart healthy and I do have a heart problem. So, mm-hmm. you know, anything that makes that better, because I'm trying to health is wealth, you know, make some yeah. money. So like, yes. this, this is uh, known to be very good for your heart. So well, there's no I'm point doing. in making money if you can't live to use it. Exactly. There you go, Ooh. Nick. All right, my last question of this lightning round before I pass it off to Christian is if a zombie apocalypse broke out, where would you go? Uh, right like, now. Like right now. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. You could just go anywhere right now. If a zombie apocalypse broke out, where would you go? Oh, it just came home and he was a zombie. There is <laughs> this place near my house. It's like an underground bunker. And like no one knows about it, you know, when you're like eight years old and you go manhunting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going. No one knows. I'm grabbing like a couple weapons and hiding. I was gonna say. So actually, a question went off that. If you could bring three things with you into the bunker, what would you bring? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. All right, I'd bring water, of course. You need water. 
Um, I would bring, damn, I would say I would bring my studio, but that's more than more than two things. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be bored. Like what? Might as well make yeah, some. What, what kind of studio is one? So we got water. We got studio. Studio, water. Um, e. What should I bring? Studio, water. So I should bring weapons, right? To defend myself. You never know. I'm bringing a bringing a shotgun. There you go. <laughs> good, good weapon of choice. Just in case. Right, Kristen, you got your questions. All right, this one's controversial. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes, I love pineapple on pizza. Okay. I love pineapple on pizza. I don't like. I don't. I don't understand why people are like. I like ham and pineapple Hawaiian. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, Italian. I'm Italian too. It's like I don't care. Like it's good. It tastes good to me. I don't know. I'll be honest. I ordered a I ordered a pepperoni pizza, like, not pineapple. Non pineapple guy. Are you a non pineapple guy? I like pineapple. I like pineapple. I like pineapple. See exactly. Exactly. I got I got a I ordered a pepperoni pizza the other day and I opened it up and I was pissed and there was pineapple on it. I never had a pineapple pizza before and I was like, you know what, fuck it. I got the pizza. Pepperoni is and like- I tried it. I was like, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. I'm not I'm not gonna complain. Like that that pineapple pizza is pretty good. I just had lobster pizza yesterday. Oh, that sounds good. I'm very what? Yeah, I'll let you pass me the box. I think there might be another system. Lobster pizza? This place is ill. Berries? Yo, where where in LA is that? Uh Hollywood. Hollywood? Okay, I live up in Woodland Hills, so I might have to get some berries. Lobster fucking pizza. Oh yeah. Why would why would that be on LA? Like I'm on the East Coast and like this is what like lobster is. Oh, you I've would never have lobster pizza. You would not think, but it's good. All right, so new business idea. Anybody out on the East Coast wants to go in with a business with me, I'm going to open up the first lots of pizzeria. Yes. (laughs) That is is expensive. They charge a lot for that. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. A lot. Mm -mm. All right, last question for the lightning round. All right, if you were to go on tour right now and someone offered you to do a bus tour or or by plane, which would you choose? Bus tour. I feel like that's... I don't know. There's something about like put the studio in the bus, bunker like with your boys, and road trip, like road trip. Flying yeah. is kind of. I feel like I'd sleep on the flight and just not. You know what I mean? Because you can not, pull not over. You can't pull over. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'd definitely bus tour. I like that. Yeah, I feel That's like bus cool. tour. You can just do some rowdy shit in random towns and just leave and like you're not <laughs> doing that. Like you don't have to deal with TSA and shit and exactly. like. Yeah, and like yeah. the pilots and like like I mean yeah, it would be cool, but. I'm not promoting illicit substances, but like you can bring that on a bus story. You can't even right. that. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer: We're not we're not promoting that. But yeah, uh, not totally disclaimer. Like not not promoting that. But like if you were, <laughs> definitely definitely take a bus tour. <laughs> That's funny. We're, we're gonna get sent for that part. <laughs> you're you're a good man, my brother. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna get into the last five minute segment of the podcast before we wrap things up. Um, the next, the next thing I have for you is kind of my, my last question for you before I pass off Christian's last question. What is next? When is there a new music coming out for you? What do you have up your sleeves? What do you got doing that you want people to know about? Um, okay. We got, um, we got honest visualizer lyric video on the way, probably next week, studio vlogs, more TikToks, a project for me and Othello beats features that. 
you know, I, I don't want to name it, but big features definitely coming. Um, more crazy visuals. You already saw love. We got three, four videos in the talk already. So like this whole year is going to be every week is going to be a piece of content on my YouTube. So, yeah. you know, the fans can keep eating and eating and eating and newer fans can, you know, have a catalog to come to. Whereas like we'll make them fans as well. So the whole point of this year, and, and, I, and I told this to my whole team before, is just attack. Like why wait? I waited so long already. I'm still young, but you know, content, 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 and quality content at that. Yeah. So okay, that's what's coming a whole lot to sum it up a whole lot. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's, that's a great segue into what I wanted to talk about. Um, my background is content. You know, I do a lot of photography and cinematography work. So, um, you know, I've always found it extremely crucial for an artist to have a constant stream of quality content. Um, exactly. And, you know, when you talk about content every week, week after week, you know, you've got to be having a lot of thoughts about what you want, when you want to put it out, things like that. So like as an artist, right, how do you go about creating a content plan for, you know, the next couple of months to six months or a year, however long it might be? Um, I'm not going to lie. I struggled with kind of just figuring out, like, like I would look at, so you, one thing that I did and I, and I learned not to do is just compare myself to other artists as far as content. Cause you know, if you want to study, you know, you study the greats, like, you know, you see what Russ is posting every day or you see what, um, you know, little baby or these, all these big rappers, you know what I mean? Um, that just, that, that are big on content. And I just, you know what I'm saying? I, I kind of took principles like, okay, vlogs, pictures, whatever. So I, you know, back home, now I have a cameraman with me in LA, always, you know, following. If I need something done, yo, can you shoot this? TikTok, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's always on go. But back home, like, it was, it was hard to, you know, find like a cameraman. I wanted to just help the vision, see the vision. So I was like, yeah, I think it's important to, you know, have a cameraman and just map everything out. Like, let him know that if, if, he, if he believes in you, if your cameraman believes in you or your content person, then, you know, it'll be easier to work together. So that's what I've kind of built as far as with my team. You know, they believe in me and I have, you know, Griffin, Huey, you know, my video offers, they'll shoot whatever I need shot. And I think it's very important and we can execute it fast. Like if you guys quit it, execute it quick, it's over. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you know, one word of advice just on my end, you know, it's great that you can get out this content quick, um, but it's going to be even greater if you can sit down with, you know, your whole team, your videographers, your photographers and map out a really detailed idea of what you want, because what you're going to get is a lot higher quality content on the back end. You know, you take a little bit of that extra time on the front, figure it out, figure out exactly the vision, the locations, the visuals, and then go out and do it after you have the pre-production finished. And I'm sure that's already what you do. Um, but you know, of course it's the more time that you have on the front end to prepare, the better it's going to be in production and then even better it's going to be in post. Um, and you know, that's going to help you grow as, and legitimize yourself as an artist as well. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, Christian hit us with the final question. Yeah. So I like to ask this question to everybody, um, no matter what level they're at in their career. So uh, you're no exception. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who may have been in your shoes, you know, 
a couple of weeks ago or even a year ago. That that may have been in my shoes. May yeah, like someone cur- like in, it was like right now where you were like a year ago. What yeah. advice would you oh, give oh, oh, like your younger self almost? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, the most important thing is to know know your worth and believe in yourself. That's so cliche, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. No one, your mind, like your mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. You know, people can tell you, you know, your music is, is not good or you couldn't be this or you couldn't be that. And I've gotten that, and, you know, like everybody gets that as an artist starting out. But one thing I always knew and I, and I never second guessed was that, um, you know, the, the music was, was there and, I work hard and I knew that like one day it was all going to pay off. So, so definitely be your own boss, like learn how to do everything, learn how to always get better, like produce, engineer, mix yourself, learn how to play the guitar, do these things to just put yourself above the rest. And that way you have, you know, leverage to be like, okay, I'm not, I'm not like him because I can do this and this and this and this You add to your arsenal. But just ultimately believing in yourself and just be like, I'm ill. Like, if you don't like it, then boom, and just keep going up. That's that's what I would say. That's great. Sorry. That's awesome. Um, Nick, I'm yeah. going to pass it back to you so you can wrap us out, and then we'll be finished. That's me. All right, cool. Well, Robert, thank you as always. We will obviously keep in touch as always. Right. Um, with that being said, this was another great podcast presented by Artist Republic. If you did like this podcast, don't forget to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to go stream Honest by Rocco on Spotify, on Apple Music, on fucking everything. Stream and that. with that, we will catch you next week.